0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. When the hour had come to depart from this world and go to the Father, Jesus said to the disciples, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine grower. He removes every branch in me that bears no fruit. Every branch that bears fruit, he prunes to make it bear more fruit. Whoever does not abide in me is thrown away like a branch and withers. Such branches are gathered, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask for whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit, and become my disciples. The Gospel of the Lord. today's first reading we come to the midpoint of the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 15. and There's a very important decision that has to be made that could potentially fracture the church right from the beginning and basically destroy it. And that decision was what to do with the Gentiles, because many Gentiles were experiencing the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And for the Jews this was difficult because they especially the Pharisees felt that only they would be the chosen people. Well, some of the Pharisees said, yes, the Gentiles can come into the church, but they have to abide by the law of Moses, including the ceremonial aspects of the law, circumcision, dietary regulations, and so forth. Well, as you can imagine, that would be a major stumbling block. How is this gonna be resolved? Well, God foreknew that there would be these types of major factions that needed to be united, and so he built his church on Peter and said that this is the rock upon which my church will be built, and I give him the keys. Whatever he binds on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever he loses on earth will be loosed in heaven. In tomorrow's version of this same chapter 15, we get the rest of the story, first of all, Paul and Barnabas, who are confronted with this problem, know that they can't resolve it, so they bring it back to Jerusalem to the apostles and bishops, and that's where Peter is. And then Peter stands up in this ecumenical council, and he says, my brothers, you know that in the early days, God made a choice among you that I should be the one through whom the Gentiles would hear the message of the good news and become believers, And God who knows the human heart testifies to them by giving them the Holy Spirit, just as he did to us. And in cleansing their heart by faith, he has made no distinction between them and us. Now therefore, why are you putting God to the test by placing on the neck of the disciples a yoke that neither our ancestors nor we have been able to bear? On the contrary, we believe that we will be saved through the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ just as they will and that was the decision so peter basically has said no you pharisees are placing an extra burden on these gentiles all the circumcision and dietary regulations have nothing to do with salvation now we are in the new dispensation of grace and that changed everything but it took peter to unite these factions and that was the end of the matter That was called the First Ecumenical Council of Jerusalem. And as you know, this General Council kept going generation after generation because there were many major decisions that had to be made, including the 20th century, where we had the 21st Ecumenical Council of Vatican II. In that Second Vatican Council, again, all the bishops from the world were invited. And we have documents that were issued that are really worth reading. Now, this unity is further emphasized by Jesus in today's gospel because he says, in order to be really unified, you have to be like the branches united to the vine. I am the vine, and you are the branches. And if you abide in me as I abide in you, you can ask anything, and I will do it through you. So there's the real sense of unity in Christ. Now this word abide is repeated eight times in the gospel. It has really a couple of senses. It can mean just the passive sense in which, let's say, you park your car in the garage, your car is said to abide in the garage, but it does nothing. It's just sitting there in the garage. But the other sense in which abide is used which is how it's used here is a very active sense in which we abide in christ as the vine and the branches and there's a dynamism there's a work being done in and through that abiding that christ is working in us as we abide in him through the holy spirit so there's a very active principle in that abiding it's not passive at all and it's in that sense when we abide actively in christ and he in us through the spirit ask for whatever you wish and it will be done for you as jesus says in today's gospel so let us implore the holy spirit to deepen his influence in our lives that we would indeed be as active branches in the vine and together as a family of parishes we become united in christ and then evangelization naturally takes place as the Holy Spirit is alive and working in each one of us.